Good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you may be, welcome to the International Shimru Learning Project. We're up to Malacha number 17, the Malacha of Mesach, Warping the Loom. This is not a Malacha that is uh, common. I don't think most people uh, weave. Um, I don't think most people use a loom regularly or ever. And uh, many people never have even seen a loom or know what it is. So basically you need to uh, take a look at the sheets. Basically the weaving process, as uh, everybody knows, consists of two types of thread. You have the warp and the weft, or the woof. The warp are the vertical threads, and uh, the way to remember it is you have to have a warped sense of mnemonic. Warped sense of humor? Yeah, that too. Um, but you have to war- have a warped sense of looking at it. Na- namely, usually if you put something in the sun, it will warp. Now the sun is in the hor- horizon, horizontal, but this is warped, so it's vertical. Now, yeah, lots of luck remembering that one, but that's how I remember it, okay? So the warp is the vertical one. It's sort of a warped way of looking at it. And, <laughs> sorry, that's the humor for today. Yeah, that's that's as good as I get. Um, and then the vertical ones, which are called the shesi. Now, in Hebrew, it's easier to remember because the arev is the warp. The arev is the um, uh, <laughs> the, the vertical. Um, okay. Let, let us see. Now, uh, the Rambam tells us, So basically what was done is, the weavers would stretch out the warp threads first, by the length and the breadth of the fabric. So you would stretch it out from one beam to another. There are two beams. And the two beams were held by two different people, the Rambam says. You had two people, one holding on this side, one holding on that side. And then one guy would bang on the threads to sort of separate them and arrange them next to each other until the whole area was until the whole area was shasi, which is the warp. The shasi is the warp. And um, the Erev is the weft. The Erev is the horizontal. Okay. <laughs> the way you remember that is the sun sets in the horizon. And uh, that is the horizontal. Uh, the Erev is the weft. Okay, basically you would stretch out the string from one beam to the other. With, some, with somebody standing there beating down on the threads. Making sure they're aligned. Making sure they're straight and making sure they fill up the whole area. So stretching it from one beam to the other, the Rambam says, stretching out the threads, like weavers do, that is called, that is called warping the loom. Warping the loom. That is called warping the loom. Um... It's interesting, by the way, just as an aside, that the, the term Masechta is a very uh, unusual term. You know, a, a, a Masechta of Gemara. Why is it called Masechta? So the Noid Behuda writes in his Hakdama to uh, Shas, the Noid Behuda says, well, the Torah Shabbat Peh protects, like uh, is Soichein, Paroiches um, Hamasach, it protects the Torah Shabbat Peh, the Torah Shabbat Peh protects the Torah Shabbat 
I like to say, you know what it protects? It protects the one who learns it. As we have a tradition that anyone who learns Gemara is surrounded by angels. Gemara is Rashi Tevois Gabriel, Michael, Raphael, Uriel. So the Torah Shabbat Peh protects those who learn it. However, the uh, if if we uh, apply what we're learning here, that Maseches refers to weaving, so the Gemara, that's, pr- that's a pretty good way to describe Gemara. It's weaving together psukim, arguments, agadata, analytics, all kinds of various modes of uh, information that is uh, called a Masechta. Okay, anyway, back to the ranch. Now, when you then bend it over, when you, when you then bend it over, and you then stick the woof into the warp, so then, um, you then, that is called weaving. When you stick the woof into the warp, that's called weaving. So basically you would go up and down, the, the woof um, would go above one warp thread and then under the other and back and forth and back and forth. That is the weaving process. And the Rambam says, what is the tolda? Says the Rambam, Hamesach Chayev, one who warps is is liable. Vhimalach Meavus Magus, one of the Lamentes Avos. Vashoyved, one who beats Alachutin at Sheyiparku until it separates. Vhisaknim Hariza Toledas Mesach. That's a Tolda. So in other words, the Av Malacha is stretching out the thread one to, one beam to the other and beating it and separating it. That is the Tolda. How much do you have to do for it to be for one to be liable? The Rambam says, When you align the width of two fingers' breadth. Okay, so so far so good. Again, today's uh, lesson will not be one of practical halacha, but of understanding, really getting to the bottom of what defines an av malacha and what defines a tolda of a malacha. Now, says the Gemara, this is a Gemara that appears in Masech Shabbos, Ayin Hei and also Tzadi Zayin the Gemara brings a very interesting machloikis between Rabbi Huda and the Chachamim. Rabbi Huda says that there are 41 malachis. Now that, Rabbi Huda is of the opinion of 41 malachis, because aside from Mesach, which is warping, he counts Shoivet, which is beating down on the threads, and Medakdek. And the Chachamim say to him, no, 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 no. Shoivet, beating the threads, that's Bechlal Mesach. That's incorporated and already included in warping. And medaktik is included in weaving. But it's interesting, according to Rabbi Huda. Sorry, what is medaktik exactly? Medaktik is uh, aligning and directing the threads. It's it's an act done in the weaving process. But we're going to get to medaktik, we're going to discuss medaktik when we get to oireg. That's coming up. But it's directing the thread in, in a very specific area. So. According to uh, Rabbi Huda, there are 41 malachas, which would mean that we would be getting together another an extra two weeks a year. So that's very good. The only thing is Rabbi Huda does not... Uh, we don't hold like Rabbi Huda, we hold the only Lama Tess malachas. Now, according to Rashi, Shoivet refers to... Take a look in the bottom of the page. Mashve hashsi bakirkar. You straighten the warp with a... A tool, it's called a kirkar, that's called a royal. A royal. Here it says maybe that's referring to a shuttle or a whorl of a spindle. It refers to straightening the warp threads. 
Sorry, um, how is Chauvet different to Meductic then? Because you've got here, Chauvet refers to aligning the warp threads, and that's what you just said Meductic was. Where does it say um, Meductic is Rush, you, You've got Rashi Shabbos 75A explains that Chauvet refers to aligning the warp threads. That's just above source 1 2. Right, I see that. So, so what. And you said Meductic was aligning the threads. No, Meductic is aligning the threads uh, later on in the process, in the actual weaving. Right now, uh, right. align. So, uh, in other words, uh, here we're talking about aligning, aligning the warp, the warp threads, and Meductic is at a later stage when you're actually uh, going up and down with the weft over the warp. At that point, it sometimes needs to be straightened and aligned. I believe that's Meductic. So it's at a different stage, a later stage. And that's why the Gemara, the Chacham say it's part of Oireg. Fine. Now, Rashi explains why do the Chachamim hold Shoiveid is included in warping. Dahainu Meiseich, Mamish. It's included in, in warping because it's actually warping. Shamasader Chuteyashsi. Because you're aligning the warp threads. Okay, so in, in, in the opinion of the Chachamim, that is the very Malacha. Now, according to Rashi, part of warping is arranging the threads. What is the Malacha that follows Mesach? It's called Bat Oisa Shtei Bate Niren. What is Oisa Shtei Bate Niren? Where you then stick the two threads through the loom. Let's see if, if there's a picture over here. No, but there, there are these like diamond-shaped um, holes that you stick the uh, threads through at the end of the loom. That is oise shte bate niram. That is the upcoming malacha. So that's um, threading the warp threads through. In English, they call it heddles. That would be the malacha according to Rashi. The Rambam says mesach is a little different. Ramam says it's written in Hebrew, Mesichas hachutin kederach ha-organ, hi hansachas hamasachas, vizeh hamoiseach nikra meisach. Says the Rambam, stretching out the threads like weavers do, that is called warping. And uh, if you do that, that is the malacha of meisach. Now I'll tell you the truth. I did not make anything of these words of the Rambam. To me, I did not see that he's saying anything different than Rashi. Namely, warping is stretching out the threads. In this, um, the source material, they quote the Sefer Taras Hamalachos, that he understands the Rambam is arguing with Rashi. The Rambam holds the Malach of warping is not referring at all to aligning the threads, but just stretching them out. In other words, going to the Rambam, merely stretching out the threads, that is the tolda of, that is the malacha of Mesach. However, the Rambam, the Rashi seems to say that aligning them is also incorporated in Mesach. By the way, the Toysus Rid cited over here has a question on Rashi that Rashi learns the malacha of Oisesh Nebat Enirim refers to sticking the warp threads through the heddles, and uh, the Toysus would ask, what do you mean? That is warping. That is not the Malach of but they near him. Okay. I would like to go to source 3.1. Because uh, the primary subject of today's year 
is putting aside this particular malacha is more of a universal discussion. Because as we mentioned, uh, it's not going to be common that you're not really weaving. Although I will say that weaving does not have to be done with thread. It could be done with reeds. It could be done with uh, lanyard, whatever it may be. But we want to sort of iron out, how do you define an av and how do you define a, a tolda? Because as we mentioned many times, violating a tolda is an iser dairaisa. One would be chayiv misa for violating a tolda. So what constitutes, what defines something as an av and what defines something as a tolda? That's a general lambdasha discussion. And the Gemara says, um, let's take a look in the bottom on page 5, the Tanya of Yehuda Moisif, this Gemara on Ayin Hay and also Tzadi Zainam and Beis. Rabbi Yehuda added Shoivet and Medaktik. And the Chachamim said Shoivet is included in Mesech. Medaktik is included in Oireg. What's the Machloikis? Rabbi Yehuda holds that Shoivet and Medaktik are Avois and they're 41 Avois. And the Chachamim say they're Taldois. Fine. Now, Let's try to explain. The Rambam, based on the Gemara, says that Lahalacha Shoivet is a Tolda of Mesach. So the Rambam says, Mesach Chayiv, one who warps is Chayiv, and that's not Av Malacha. And Vahashoivet, which means you beat the thread until they separate and they straighten, that's warping. Fine. So the Rambam is uh, going basically like the Chachamim. Now, let us take a look at that Gemara one more time. Rabbi Huda holds Shoivet and Medaktik are Avois, and the Chachamim say they're Taldois. Why do the Chachamim say that Shoivet and Medaktik are not Malachas in their own right? Look at the words of Rashi in the bottom of page 6 on the right hand side. It says Rashi, Dahainu Mesach Mamish. It is actually actually Mesach. Meaning, it's almost not even in the umbrella category of Mesach. It is Mesach. You're arranging the threads of the chassis. Now, Medaktik is Oireg. Look at Rashi. Dahainu Oireg Mamish. It's actually weaving. So now Rashi has a kasha. But there are malachas that are very similar to each other, and yet they are labeled and considered separate malachas. For, for example, so Rashi says, Zoira, Boirer, Merakid, winnowing, sorting, sifting. And they are separate malachas. Why? Dezebekashin, winnowing is in straw, and Boirer is in pebbles, and Merakid, sifting is flour. So then, if those are counted as separate because they're done on on different things, then why can't we count Mesech and Shoivet and Medaktik as separate? So Rashi says, no, Dahainu Oireg Mamish, Veloi Domi Lazaro Baramrakid, Dezebekashin, Vezebekashin, That these three activities, namely winnowing and sorting and selecting, sorting and sifting, they're done on different things and therefore there is somewhat of a differentiation between them and they could be reckoned separate malachos. But says Rashi, Oireg, 
and Medaktik are exactly the same. Meisich and Shoivet are exactly the same. Meaning even though we have other Avmalachos that are basically the same, and yet they're counted as two separate Malachos, nevertheless, there is enough of a difference between them that they warrant their own title, as opposed to Meisich and Shoivet, which are totally the same. Now, this is based on a Gemara, and we're going to see Toysus brings two Gersois of the Gemara. This is the Gemara on Ayin Gimel, based going on to Ayin Dalad Oman Aleph. Let's, let's read the Gemara inside. Hazoira, Haboira, Batoichin. Winnowing, selecting, grinding. Vamarakid, sifting. Hainu Zoira, Hainu Boira, Hainu Marakid. They're all the same. Says the Gemara, Abaye, Virava, Dami Tarvara, Abaye, They both say, Komil, Soda, Habibi, Mishkan. Anything that was in the Mishkan, Afagav, the Ika, Dedamule. Even though there's something similar to it, Chashivla is counted. In other words, says the Gemara, any activity that was in the Mishkan is counted as an Av. So the Gemara says, what? They pounded in the Mishkan. So why don't we list pounding? Abai says an Ani can eat without pounding. Now based on this, by the, so Rashi has a Kasha. If anything that was in the Mishkan is counted as an Av, Rashi has a great question. Shoivet, beating the threads on the loom, was in the Mishkan. So why isn't that enough? And the only answer Rashi could give is, yes, it's true, it was in the Mishkan, but it's exactly the same as warping. In other words, true, anything, any activity that was in the Mishkan is an Av, but not if it's exactly the same as another activity. The Rajva says the exact same thing. The Rajva says, this is the Rajma Andaf Sadi Vavamadis. Other Malachis, even though they may have been present in the Mishkan, the Afa Pikin Karluhu Toldois, they are still considered a Toldo like Shoivim Medaktik. Even though it was in the Mishkan, if it was exactly the same as another Malacha, it would be incorporated in that Malacha. Even though. Um, it's not reasonable that they should be different and subdivided regarding a carbon chatas. As we're going to say, see that if somebody performs an av and a tolda simultaneously, they're only violating one thing. If you violate two separate avos, you're you two chatois. If you violate one av and a different tolda, two chatois. But if you violate, or two toldois, two chatois. But if you violate an av and its tolda, only one chatas. So the Rajma and Rashi are saying that just because an activity was in the Mishkan, nevertheless, it may not be a separate av because it is exactly the same as the, uh, fa- as the av. Now, the Ritva learns the Gemara differently. The Ritva says, Based on a different Gemara, on Sadi Vav The Gemara says like this: Umichti, Ahomachav, Ahomachav. Yechayiv for this, Yechayiv for that. Why would one be called an Av? Why would one be called a Tolda? Says Gemara, the Nafgamina is that if you violate two Avos or two Toldos, Yechayiv two Chatois. But if you violate an Av and it's Tolda, you only have one Chatos. And according to Rabbi Lezer, that even when you violate a Tolda and an Av at the same time. Why is one called an av and one called a, tol- a tolda? 
So the Gemara says, not that which was in the Mishkan. Something that was significant in the Mishkan is called an Av. That which is not significant in the Mishkan is not called an Av. So the Gemara is saying something very interesting. The Gemara is saying different than it said earlier on. Earlier on, Adaf Ayim Gimel, the Mishnah said anything in the Mishkan is an Av, anything not in the Mishkan is a Tolda. Now we're learning a new category. It's not enough to be in the Mishkan. Anything that was significant in the Mishkan is an Av. And something that was in the Mishkan but was not significant is called a Tolda. Now, Toysvis brings two Gersois in this Gemara. Some have a Gersa, says Toysvis. Anything that was Choshev in the Mishkan is an Av. And anything that was not Choshev in the Mishkan is a Tolda. Which would mean there are some Alachos that were in the Mishkan but were not Choshev, so it's a Tolda. For example, um, weeding and watering plants, which was in the Mishkan, but it wasn't Choshev, so it's a Tolda. Or those who are Goyres, anything that was in the Mishkan and is Choshev is an Av. Anything in the Mishkan and anything that is in the Mishkan and was anything that was not in the Mishkan and was not Choshev is called a Tolda. In other words, you need two things. You need it to be in the Mishkan and you need it to be Chashav. And according to that way of learning, according to this Gersa, just because something was in the Mishkan, nevertheless, if it was not significant, it would be a Tolda. But then, but then there's another Gersa. Says Toysus, the other Gersa is, anything that was in the Mishkan is Chashav, and therefore it's called an Av. Anything that's not in the Mishkan is not Choshev, and therefore it's called a Tolda. According to that Gersa, anything in the Mishkan is automatically enough. So let's just get the nuance. Let's just say it clear. One way of, one version of the Gemara's text is anything that was in the Mishkan and is Choshev is an Av, but something could be in the Mishkan and not be Choshev, and it would be a Tolda, like Menachesh, Weeding, mashka, watering, or anything in the Mishkan is automatically chashav. Anything not in the Mishkan is automatically not chashav. So, says the Ritva, according to that Gersa, the first Gersa, that anything in the Mishkan and is chashav is an av. Anything that is in the, uh, the Mishkan is not chashav is a tolda. There's no question about shoyveda medaktig. Because even though they were in the Mishkan, they're not really significant. That is the Shita of the Ritva. Meaning, from this Girsa, Hach Dahavi the Mishkan Chashiva Karile Av. Something that was Chashiv in the Mishkan is an Av. Vahach Deloi Havas Mishkan Chashiva. And that which was not Chashiv in the Mishkan is a Tolda. Meaning, you could be in the Mishkan, but if you're not Chashiv, it's a Tolda. Then we'll just say Shoivet and Medaktik. Although they're in the Mishkan, they're not Chashav. But according to the second Gersa, automatically anything that's in the gear, in the Mishkan is Chashav. Now, the million dollar question is, what's the definition of being Chashav? You know, people say, hey, he's a Chashav a person. What do they mean? Usually they mean the guy has a lot of money. That, you know, everyone has, some people, uh, they actually mean Chashav. 
this person's choshev, meaning he's a balmidois, he's a yarishamayim, he's a tamad chacham. You know, but everybody has their own definition of choshev. So what does it mean that shoivet was not choshev in the Mishkan? What's the definition of chashivos? So there's a sefer chayfetz Hashem. If I'm not mistaken, on the sheets they don't tell you who it was. I think that it's the Arachayim Hakadosh's parish on Shas, and the Chayfetz Hashem says that the Gemara said pounding was not Chashuv. The definition of chashev is whether it's absolutely integral. And since you could eat bread without pounding the bran, so even though they did pound the bran, but it's not significant because it could be made away with. Now, we quoted the Gemara, we quoted the Rambam, that shoivet and medaktek are tall dice of mesach and oireg. Why? So the Ritva would say, because they're not that chashuv. Um, pounding the thread was not chashuv. Again, the Ritva learns it's all a matter of whether it was chashuv or not. So as we said, you can make the case, and the Ritva does make the case, that shoivet, pounding the threads, was not really chashav. But if you learn, not like that Gersa, but rather you learn sort of the way Rashi and the Rajba learned, and the way the question is presented over here, according to the variant that only differentiates between activities that were performed in the Mishkan, and activities that were not performed in the, in the Mishkan. In other words, according to the second Gersa. Whatever is in the Mishkan is an Av. Whatever is not in the Mishkan is a Tolda. So then, Shoivet was in the Mishkan. So why isn't it an Av? So that's really the question of the day. If you learn that only something Choshev in the Mishkan is an Av, we understand why beating the threads is not an Av. It wasn't significant. But according to the Gersa, that anything in the Mishkan is Choshev, anything not in the Mishkan is not Choshev, then why isn't beating the thread considered enough? And they quote the Sefer Torahs HaMalachos, that according to the Rajva and according to Rashi, true, the only requirement is that it be in the Mishkan. But if you have two things and they're both in the Mishkan and they both are the exact, exact same thing, then it does not make sense to consider one a distinct malacha and the other another distinct malacha. They're all the same malacha. In other words, even according to the opinion, anything in the Mishkan is chashuv, and therefore, logically, not only should Mesach be a malacha, but Shoivet should be a malacha as well. Nevertheless, as the Rajva really says clearly, that since Shoivet is accomplishing the exact same thing as Mesach, it's all one Malacha. Now, so which one is it? Are we going to call it Mesach and Shoivet is part of it? Or are we going to call it Shoivet and Mesach is part of it?
so it seems like that since the objective of what you're accomplishing is you are warping or you're weaving, that becomes the headline. And anything that facilitates that becomes the uh, absorbed into that general category. Here you have in Hebrew, he says, the Afagav, the Shevet Mesach, Gomor, it's merely facilitating it. Therefore, Mesach is the Av and Shoivet is the Tolda. So here's what I want you to take out of today's learning. I want you to know the Gemara on Daf Sadi Vav where the Gemara asks a fundamental question. How do you define an Av and how do you define a Tolda? And the, the words of the Gemara are Hach dahavoi b'mishkan chashiva karleav Hach d'loi hava b'mishkan chashiva loi karleav Which that seems to imply that which is in the Mishkan is and is chashuv is an Av that which is in the Mishkan and is not chashuv is not an Av. That is the first Gersa and according to that Gersa there are things that were in the Mishkan that were not Chashav. The other Gersa brought in Taisus is Hach Dahavas Mishkan Chashiva is an Av. Hach Duloyavas Mishkan Loy Chashiva. That which is not in the Mishkan is by definition not Chashav. And according to that, it becomes very difficult to differentiate between activities that were both in the Mishkan because there is no difference between. Um, Malachais in the Mishkan being Chashav or not. By definition, anything in the Mishkan is Chashav. And we had to say that if two things are exactly the same, they would still be subsumed, even if you include anything that was in the Mishkan as a Av Malacha. Okay, uh, next week we're going to, as a Sashem, do Aisash Debate Niran. Until then, wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thanks for joining. And if anyone has any questions, anybody wants to say hello, be more than happy. Okay. Hello. Hi. Okay. At least somebody wants to say hello. I was getting nervous there. Okay. No. <laughs> How are you? What's going on?